You're listening to The Local Maximum, episode 214. Time to expand your perspective. Welcome to The Local Maximum. Now, here's your host, Max Sklar. Welcome, everyone. Welcome. You have reached another Local Maximum. Some days in The Local Maximum, we do kind of in-depth reporting I don't think this is going to be one of those days. This is more like another 1 a.m. conversation. What would you say, Aaron? Uh, I, I think it is quite literally. Well, we're, we're approaching that. We're approaching 1 a.m. It's, um, it's, it's what's today's date? February 20th, it, early it, morning on the 25th. Yeah, I was going to say, we got, um, we got to timestamp this because uh, the discussion topic today is uh, a highly dynamic situation. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I said when I, I heard you were coming over today, it's going to be hard not to talk about the situation in Ukraine, given that um, I was basically shut in here watching the news all day instead of getting work done. It was one of those days. Uh, We've had other days like that on the show before. I mean, the last one I could remember was the COVID uh, episode. I mean, we've had a number of COVID episodes, but uh, I think you know which one I'm talking about. (laughs) The first one. Do you, do you, I mean, I don't know if we remember, I remember what exactly we talked about, but I'm sure you remember there was one and when you're like, that's the one where we, uh, that was the only thing you could possibly talk about. Yeah, here. I think we were trying to avoid discussing it for as long as we possibly could. No, here, here it is. Episode 110, it came out on Pandemic Update, and it came out on March 16th. So I think that is, I think actually March 16th is the, uh, is considered the date um, that COVID began, in, I, uh, we may have recorded a little earlier, but it was around there. And right now we have uh, this war in Europe. We have no idea how long it's going to go on. Is this going to be something that, you know, just happens for a few weeks and then it's over? Or is this just going to drag on and it's going to be, you know, th- there are going to be major countries involved? And it's sort of the thing where I, I mean, I loved last week's conversation about consciousness and AI. I don't know if you had an opinion about it, but we could talk about that too. But it's kind of like sometimes you're kind of forced to stop um, stop generating new knowledge and that was stop talking about that kind of stuff and kind of focus on what's going on around you, I think. Yeah, it's it's I, I guess for a little perspective and it's 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 not quite the same, but but this is a little taste of what it must have felt like to be living through like the first days of World War One. When not 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 the first days, not you know, the 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 archduke is uh, has has just been assassinated, but yeah. but you know, like Germans are blitzkrieging across, uh, you know, th- through through uh, through the lowlands of Flanders and whatnot, you know, through, yeah. through Belgium, and like holy cow, is 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 are they going to be in Paris, you know, in, right. in two weeks, uh, or 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 you know, is this going to be what four four years? Is that is that what it ended yeah. up? Uh, actually running to so yeah we're, we're and that far point, more we're, devastating where we have no idea how how big this could get or how quickly it'll be over uh and and yeah uncertainty is is in the air and yeah and, and that's and by the way with last, the benefit of being you know thousands and thousands of yeah. miles away so it's not directly impacting us in the way that folks in europe or or especially in ukraine are, right. are seeing it right now i was gonna say i hate to make light of the situation but i was gonna say last time you came in here you told me that you were old but i didn't know you're that old uh but um it's it's terrible now people are uh people are dying already in ukraine and if you remember so i i i think i recorded this in ukraine episode 78 uh, that was my episode on Bayesian thinking, which was based on the course that I gave in right. Ukraine when I was there in Lviv in the summer of 2019. Um, now, Lviv is on the western side of Ukraine. So that's all the way toward, well, it's all in Europe, but like the, the rest of Europe, I guess, uh, you know, Hungary, and it was not even part of the Russian Empire in the 19th century as part of the um, Austro-Hungarian Empire. And so that part of Ukraine is way more like there's pro-European, there's anti-Russian. And so that was the more like exactly that side, very pro-European and very, very (laughs) anti-Russian, I noticed. And then I'm guessing as you go east, it, it it gets less so. I mean, at least in terms of the election results that um, that I've seen. But um, one of the things that, like, you know, there have been wars going on every once in a while. 
um, throughout history and even throughout the 21st century, throughout our, our lives. The, the, the reason why this one seems a little different is, um, uh, first of all, Ukraine might be the small country here, but it's not that small. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's not like, uh, you know, it's, it's how many people are in Ukraine? 40, 50 million. I almost want to say, and, but it's, it's not like a poor country with that many. I mean, certainly it's poor compared to a lot of other Western European countries, but the GDP is not minuscule. Uh, they have technological capabilities. So you could have a real fight here. And Russia is not, um, you know, is not as powerful as the U.S., so it's more evenly matched than we've seen in the past. Right, and, and yeah, there's there was a lot of talk in the buildup uh, when when we didn't know if this was actually going to happen or not. Forty four uh, so, million people so, in Ukraine. Yeah, of of course, Ukraine does not have the the quantity that Russia can bring to bear here, uh, but in terms of of armaments, uh, they are. May, maybe a generation behind Russia, but they have a lot of the same uh, the same equipment because uh, not not only you know were they uh, being supplied from the same arsenals back when they were the Soviet Union, uh, but I think there's been a period post Soviet Union where they were buying from Russia, uh, and and so one of one of the things that that was making people say oh it's definitely going to happen was uh, the Russian forces massing. Uh, on the Russian side of the border, they were marking them with with uh, what they refer to as as invasion stripes or invasion markings. Because uh, if if both sides are driving the same tank, you want to be able to tell who's a f- who's friend and who's foe. Hmm. Yeah, not, um, not something that we've really had to deal with. Uh, it, it, it's certainly not at at this magnitude to any of the recent conflicts that America has been involved in. Yes, right. yes, we have a a, a habit of. Uh, of going to war with people who we were formerly selling arms to. Uh, but, but usually it's not, uh, to the scale that I think we're seeing, uh, you know, with, with both sides basically drawing from the same, same equipment pool. Uh, I just look at in, GDP in and I know GDP is not, not going to match exactly as to what the military is capable of, but Russia has about 10 times the GDP of Ukraine, which is about what I would have thought, but Ukraine being on defense here, that's, um, yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be a tough one. It's not like Ukraine might be a a, a flawed state, but it's not a, a rogue state or a failed state like we're used to seeing under assault in in the past. Um, and um, yeah, no, I I feel really bad because a lot of, like many of the people who I met uh, are now living through this. Yeah. Um, and. Um, and I guess a lot of people who are, who are at the uh, summer school I was in, and by the way, you see now there are attacks on the western side as well, which surprises me. Like they're like, are they missile attacks or explosions? I don't know where they're coming from yet, but that's what I see on some of the uh, map. The army isn't the Russian army isn't there, but you know maybe they have saboteurs. I don't know people people in in the west uh, or or they're or they're fl- throwing missiles. I couldn't really make out what the news was trying to say there. Yeah, well but, we're in early days, so it's it's entirely possible that uh some or most of what we're learning uh is going to turn out to be inaccurate. Right. Uh, but right. but it's the best we have to go off at the moment. Yeah, well we're not we're not here for hard-hitting coverage. Um I might try to get someone who I uh, someone who I I know from Ukraine to uh to to call into the show and um we'll see if we can get someone who's willing to do that uh but um yeah I, it feels like we're living through yet again living through something big this the, the 2020s are a kind of a, a a massive decade here historically and um i hope it doesn't get as bad as it you know as it looks like it it has the potential to get that's just all that's just all I can say right now and there's it's we're sitting here there's really nothing we can do I mean I, you know I uh nothing we as individuals can do um what can our government do I don't know I mean you know going back to energy policies that allow us to not be dependent on Russia might uh, be a good start but other than that I I don't know what Yeah it's as 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 much as I'm not uh thrilled with how our, our current administration has handled a lot of diplomatic things. I, I can't point my finger at they needed to have done X and that would have solved the problem. Uh, cause, cause I, yeah, I, I don't know that there's an action we really could have taken here that, that would have allowed, uh, the United States to, to unilaterally 
stop the role of, of this inertia here. Yeah. I mean, one thing, one thing I could say is maybe you shouldn't look so damn incompetent and then the Russians would think twice, but that's, I, I, that's not a very specific, uh, ask is that, uh, yeah. uh <laughs> but, um, no, it, yeah, it, I mean, I, so, so it's, it's, it's tempting to, uh, to jump on the same, the, uh, the same bandwagon as, as I'm sure Trump is going to be flogging in, in, or it's already doing, you know, pointing at, at, uh, the, the situation is out of control and Biden is weak and he's doing it all wrong. And of course I would have done it better. Uh, but, but I don't think he's realistically able to provide any, uh, any explanation for what the better is other think, than I'm not Joe Biden. I think he said they never would have tried this with me. I would have told them, you know, uh, or I, I told them don't even think about it, but I'm sure yeah. Biden also told them don't even think about it. But, but, you know, after something like seeing Afghanistan and, um, seeing the types of people they have in charge, it's kind of, um, I could see where Putin can feel like, ah, these guys, who cares, you know, but, um, yeah, and um, you, it, there, there's there is this dynamic where I feel like if you're in Ukraine, you kind of know what you're fighting for. If you're in the Russian army, what do you think you're fighting for? I mean, like, you know, they might say, "Oh, we have uh, a few people on the western side that want to rejoin our country," but like, it doesn't seem it doesn't seem like there's a very strong uh, incentive there. Yeah, I mean, there, there's there's been some talk about. Uh, I mean, that the, the Russia has pitched this as as a peacekeeping measure, and there was talk about, well, are are they claiming, uh, you know, are, are they actually going as far as claiming that there's you know genocide of of uh, of Russian nationals or or the pro Russian population happening? I, I think there were some hints of that, but I don't know that at, at this point they're actually pushing that hard on it, and, and it's it's really hard to tell what. You, you can look at the propaganda being played on, on, you know, on Russian television for the Russian, the domestic Russian audience, but it's tough to judge how much they actually believe and, and how much they recognize as, as empty propaganda. Right. I, um, uh, what, what did I, I see? Uh, again, I don't, I'm not there. I, I don't know what I'm, I, I don't know what I'm reading. I don't know what I'm seeing, but I did see like the, um, the report that, uh, Putin said, we're going to, uh, denazify Ukraine and the Ukrainian president was like, who, who's Jewish is like, what, how could you call me a Nazi? Well, how so, could I so be a there, Nazi? There is a, a, a right wing movement there. That, there is. The, what is it? The Azov. Uh, so I haven't done a lot of research on this, but. And but there may be perhaps in the, the government Azov too. Battalion, which is yeah. ultra naturalist and, and does have some, some quite, quite Nazi like uh, aspects to it. Uh, and, and at this point, I think the Ukrainian government is uh, has has no problem with getting into bed with them because they're going to oppose the Russians uh, just as strong. But but yeah, there there is a little bit of a of of uh, of tension there in that that uh, you know strange bedfellows. Uh, and and everyone was saying that you know di- just days ago that well how could you li- align yourself with these Nazis? Um, you know you you have to fight against them to be anti-fascist, uh, but. Yeah, it's, but then it's, everybody's a Nazi. Then the, the truck drivers in Canada are, are not. <laughs> so I don't even know what to believe. Um, well, we I think we've talked before on the show about how yeah. uh, you know there, there 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 can be certain situations where uh, if 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 your choice is between uh, a, a Nazi that wants to uh, kill you and uh, a communist that wants to kill you, uh, you're 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 gonna make some weird decisions. And and people in uh, Eastern Europe have have you know, last generation had to make those decisions. But I don't think either side is Nazi or... I think that Putin wants to recreate the the power of the Soviet Union. I don't think he has the ideology of communism, if that makes sense. Um, And um, so this is almost like a post-idea, a post-ism kind of war in Europe. It's not going to look like World War II. Well, it's it's certainly got some nationalism going on. It's got some nationalism. Yeah, but that's like good old nationalism. That's like coming <laughs> back from a long time. That it, 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 they they're not dusting off some of these um I can see nationalism. Like if nationalism doesn't sound um like obviously nationalism taken to an extreme could be cra- is is crazy, but like I don't see these like 
crazy all encompassing ideologies like like communism or, or, or fascism uh, that are that are at play here, um, which is um, but what we do have instead is the accusation of those things being thrown around and people looking at people like those things. So there's sort of, um, well, I mean, <laughs> there's very good reason to be paranoid, uh, about the Russians if you're Ukrainian right now. But I, I think, and, 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 um, if you're, if you're Russian, I guess the, what are they or, or what are they telling the Russian people? Like these are, these are Nazis or we need to decommunize them. I think they're going with both. It's sort of like, okay, we're just, we're in the name, we're in the name throwing era, the name chucking. Maybe we've always have been, but it just, it, it, it just feels more ridiculous now. They're, they're going in to protect an oppressed minority, which uh, is Russian citizens in the Ukraine. Uh, all right. All right. Okay. So, um, and I know they've tried to make peace deals. I, I know that um, I've, I read this, and I again, I shouldn't say this. Well, whatever. We don't have, uh, you know, we don't have a license or anything to that someone can take away. You're gonna so, pull us off the air. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Well, I, I so, so long as I caveat it with I don't really. I I read something somewhere, but I don't know exactly what it was. But it, but it was that um, you know they Ukraine wanted to hold elections on the eastern side. And I don't know if those were um, minor, local elections or referendum on, on independence, but but their rule was like, we'll hold those elections, but the Russians have to withdraw their troops first. So the Russians could say like, ah, they don't want to do it. Uh, they're not letting these, these places go. Whereas the Ukrainians might say, look, we'll let them hold their elections, but you can't have your army bearing down on them the whole time while they're trying to vote over there. So um, look, I mean... It's uh, Putin can maybe like what's his goal here? Is he trying to create a, a, a like? Uh, I would say Ukraine is like a very flawed democratic state, but it is. If I look at the last elections, like it does seem the last few elections, it does seem like they were relatively fair. And so, if you have another fair election, they're not going to vote overwhelmingly for the Russian party. So, if um, if yeah, they install I, a new government, it would elections. have to be authoritarian. What? I, I haven't followed the Ukrainian elections right. closely enough. No, I, I, I know there's some talk about yeah. well, you know, was was the uh, was the last change in, in presidential power was was that essentially the the West overthrowing a uh, a a pro Russian government by not not a a straight up coup, but you know, using our subtle influence to basically do a color revolution type thing. Well, I, don't know if there, for 20, I, I don't know enough that's, to say whether that's believable. Well, that, well, was that but, 2014? But that's, that's way back in 2014, right? And so then you had uh, Poroshenko, who was um, uh, pro-Western. Then you had that election in 2019 when Zelensky won. He is, I think, considered somewhere in the middle. And so he beat Poroshenko. He's actually, I remember in Lviv, some people thought he was too pro-Russian. Hmm. Um but um, you know, apparently not pro-Russian enough. Yeah, for, well, but, but but I also think he's like, you know, he was also not exactly against joining NATO and all that stuff. So you he's know, he's walking an interesting tightrope right now because on the one, I mean, yeah, yes, he's fully committed to to fighting the the Russian invasion. Uh, but all the people who who he's going to for support, he you know when when I don't know when when Canada talks about imposing you know strict sanctions and doing something very aggressive, which like what they just did to their own people, which, which doesn't do that much for him, but he still has to be, you know, make the appearance of being grateful and encouraging for that because he, he, he can't be seen to, to, you know, to, to, to kind of turn on them. He's, he's got to try and milk that for all it's worth, which, which is, yeah, it's, I, I'm, I'm sure there are moments where he's saying you, you, you guys could do you do something actually effective here and you're not. And it's super frustrating. But but I'm going to, you know, shake hands and smile and, and tweet about all the, the, the great support we're getting, even though it's maybe not empty gestures, but certainly not all that they're hoping for. Right. Right. All right. So, I, I mean, I feel like this is this discussion is for future future historians. This is probably going to be me looking at back at old episodes to see what did we think about this as this was happening um, or this maybe turns out to be a non-issue, but I, given what I've seen today, I highly doubt that this is going to look like a non-issue in, in several years' time. Yeah, I mean, there's, um, there's definitely some interesting game theory going on, and and not knowing what's inside 
Putin's head and and his generals, you know, strategy sessions. It's it's tough to under to to guess what their objectives and plans going into this are. But you know how things unfold on the ground and and how things unfold on the political scene uh, could could very well change what their their approach and desired outcomes are here. And and yeah, po- pol- politics and diplomacy is can be a messy affair. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, and, uh, again, uh, for, for anyone listening who knows a lot more about this region than I do, and I know we have listeners in the, in Ukraine, what are you doing listening to this show right now? <laughs> but, uh, no, 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 that's a good thing. Uh, but, um, well, but it's, let me it's, know. it's weird to have seen, uh, you know, footage of tanks rolling, Russian tanks rolling down the street in one direction and people commuting to work in the other direction. Cause yes, they're at war, but also it's not everybody has, has, you know, bunkered down and, and is hiding in their basement. Uh, may, maybe it's going to be more like that, you know, after the first 24 hours, but yeah, it's some, some, it's weird seeing footage of Independence Square when I have yeah. my own pictures of Independence Square from when I was there. So yeah, it it, it is. I I never would have thought that that was the like when I was there. It was never like oh this is the place that's going to be. I mean I guess if I thought about it, you know it's it that that was a possibility. But I but you know I visited places like um, uh, Nicaragua and Western Africa, and if someone told me when I was there like ah this place will erupt in civil war in a few years, I'd be like yep probably. I mean. No offense to those countries, but it seemed like <laughs> it seemed like it you was, could feel the tensions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but um, but yeah, no. This is uh, this is pretty terrible. Yeah, well, um, and, and and we're not that far uh, chronologically from from some of the the dark old days. I, so actually, to to take this on a, a let's almost go total it. tangent, but yeah, uh, a, a, a gentleman who who I knew uh, through through one of my volunteer activities uh, re- recently passed away, um, and he was oh, sorry. I, I think he he was in his his late seventies or early eighties, um, and and so I was reading his obituary today, and and one of the things it talked about was you know when uh, when he was in college, uh, he he took a year off, and 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 part of that time he he went and and traveled around Europe, uh, you know he, he I think he worked okay. for six months and then. To, to save up money and then then spent a, spent a couple of months traveling around Europe and one of the things he did was uh, he went to visit his his uh, his his family because uh, he he was the son of German immigrants who came over in the twenties so he went and visited the, all the family that was still in Germany uh, and they were in, in West Germany is in post war yeah yeah. So, yeah so I think I think this was in the early sixties okay yeah um, so he he went to visit them in in uh, in in West Germany and and he went to Berlin and while he's there he went. To Checkpoint Charlie and crossed over into East Germany, uh, and and the thing that kind of blew my mind was was the the, the it was like one throwaway line in there, and the, this was two years before the Berlin Wall went up, and oh. just to think that someone that 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 I knew and and you know and and had casual conversations with was in Berlin before the wall went up, but but when it was divided and and had the experience of seeing that stark difference, and then to have lived through kind of the that that escalation of the Cold War, and it's it's easy to think, well, that's you know because we we were born in the eighties, and and most of our our recollection is is really from after the wall came, wall came down, the yeah. fall of the Soviet Union. The only thing I remember about the Soviet Union was that it fell, <laughs> <laughs> and, and and all of our our maps and globes were wrong. For, yes, for several yeah, years. yeah, yeah, yeah. But but yeah, the, the, some places had them for a bit longer than they should. It's have. ancient history for us, but there are plenty of people alive who 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 lived through part of that. Uh, so. Uh, to, to, to kind of bring that back to Ukraine, yeah. um, I, I, uh, internet acquaintance, uh, who I, I believe he's living in France currently, but he has family in the Ukraine, um, uh, family who, who decided yesterday, okay, let's, let's get the, the, the grandparents and the grandkids out, uh, and only to realize, oh, the airports are shut down and, uh, driving out is going to be difficult. Yeah. Uh, and then the borders basically got shut down with them still there it's but too late. uh he said that for for the the uh the older generation for the grandparents this will be the uh the third siege of kiev they'll have lived through oh yeah so so there have been plenty huh yeah and i mean well, so at least one of those would have been world war ii i i don't know uh yeah, that was if, if there was one that goes back uh further, i was at the further than that i was at the um ravine let me make sure i got the the name right um yeah bobby r ravine where uh, well, I guess one of them would have been because because uh, 
I mean, Russia had to conquer uh, the Ukraine. Uh, yeah. At what point did they, they basically annex that? Uh, so no, um, during, it was part of the Soviet Union pre-war, um, uh, but, um, or, or interwar, it was um, uh, Western Ukraine, including Kiev, was in um, Kiev. Kiev, I gotta be careful that. Uh, uh, but uh, I mean, that's the other thing I've noticed in the last month is is the sensitivity of the spelling, and also it was pointed yes. out to me. Uh, I think I think I saw no. This in, when I was the there, I tried to I spelled it K I E V to show the person at the airport where I was going and. They did not like that at all. I was just trying to get to my destination. I was not trying to make a pro-Russian statement or yeah. anything like that. Um, but um, uh, yeah, sorry, uh, what were you saying? Oh, I, was say the, the, I think I saw this in the discussion when they were setting up, a, uh, when they were drafting one of the questions on Metaculus. Uh, but they said, don't call it the Ukraine, because the Ukraine is a province right. of Russia. Ukraine is an independent nation. Right, and right, it's, right. It's easy to slip up and, and, and miss the nuance there. So yeah, so again, the the history that that, that I was going through was um, World War One. Two sides of Ukraine are fighting each other um, because the far western of Lviv was part of Austria Hungary, gotcha. and Kiev was part of the Russian Empire. Then after interwar, the the part that um, uh, the part that was part of the Russian Empire is now a part of the Soviet Union, Soviet Ukraine. That's where. You know the Holodomor takes place, all that uh, stuff. Uh, the the Lviv, the the western side, is now part of interwar Poland. Um, then that gets taken over uh, by Germany and and the Soviet Union. They're between they're between those two sides. And the uh, the I was at the um, the ravine Babi Yar, where the uh, Germans came in and killed how many people. 33,771 Jews in the initial two-day massacre and 100 to 100,000 to 150,000 uh, later on prisoners yeah, I, of war. I don't know if we talked about it on yeah. the show or not, but I remember talking about that. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no, no. So that was that was one of the the bloodiest um, areas of World War II, um, just in terms of you know. Not just in terms of fighting, but in terms of just civilian massacres, um, and uh, yeah, so there have been a lot of sieges, uh, sieges, nuclear uh, <laughs> disasters. Um, now they said there was fighting in Chernobyl, which is like sounds yeah, I saw crazy something about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, well, and, I guess there's a city like right outside the exclusion zone. There, right. It's also see, it, it, it's also the closest point to so. Belarus is involved somehow. I don't know. Apparently, so they're a Russian ally, I guess. Yeah. That yeah, is I, the... I, I, I don't know if this is, if, if Belarus actually is fielding troops or if it's just one of those, yeah, you can drive right through. No problem. Yeah, yeah. I think that, um, uh, so Chernobyl is on the border with Belarus, but that's also the closest point on the border of Ukraine to the capital, Kiev. So I think that the, um, mm. I think the Russians are trying to come down through through that area is, well, that would be my guess. Um so, uh, yeah, crazy times. Um, I don't know. I, I, uh, <laughs> I don't know what else we, we could talk about other than two annoying headlines in the New York Times, of which I read most of the articles. Uh, but uh, if you want to get started, we get started. They're related. They're related. The first one, um, they use this whole conflict to bash cryptocurrency, because why not, right? So the article, this is one of those things where the article and the headline don't necessarily match up, but the, uh, the headline is Russia could use cryptocurrency to blunt the force of U.S. sanctions. I love how the, the keyword is could to make it um, not fake news. It's just like right. speculative. Russian companies have many cryptocurrency tools at their uh, disposal uh, to evade sanctions, including a so-called digital ruble and ransomware. So notice they don't even mention uh, Bitcoin, which is like the cryptocurrency. They're talking about other stuff, including the digital ruble, which is one of those, um, which is like the, um, the, uh, the, um, is CBDB. Yeah. yeah no, what's it called? CBDC. CBDC, central bank digital currency. But I was going to make some quip about how it's the, um, 
what's this like? It's like related to the truly decentral cryptocurrencies, but a kind of screwed up version of it. I feel like there's a term for that, but um, <laughs> that I could have uh, used into a quip, but I, I couldn't think of it fast it enough. It makes me think of that meme. Uh, you know, we, 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 we want, we want Bitcoin. And mom says, well, you have Bitcoin at home. And the Bitcoin at home is this uh, CBDC. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I, there's been a lot of talk about central bank digital currencies in the last couple of weeks, uh, but most of it has been focused on uh, Canada and and given the crackdown uh, on on people who've contributed to the uh, the trucker protest uh, funding there, some some of which has been through through crypto or folks who've, who've contributed through through more traditional means, but uh, you know getting their accounts locked down and maybe going to crypto. Uh, and kind of as a combination of of the Emergency Powers uh, Act that was was put into place, um, people were talking about. Well, may, maybe maybe the path out of this is is that they they hold as much of the, that in place as long as they can uh, and use it as a good excuse to switch over to a central bank digital currency. I don't think they have any anywhere near the pieces in place to do that. Uh, but but a lot of people were were starting to talk about that, and I I don't think I know anybody who who is actually knowledgeable about economics who thinks that a central bank digital currency is a good thing for consumers. Right, right. In this case it's so it's interesting that they think that the um the blockchain based digital currencies that we talk about on the show and that we use, you know, Bitcoin, uh Ethereum, um uh, uh Zcash, a Lightning Network is is not good for getting around Sanctions. I don't know why that is, but um, but apparently they're talking about CBDCs because I feel like um, this technology is a double-edged sword, and New York Times is only focusing on the the bad edge of the sword. Why wouldn't Russia want to use Bitcoin? They can trans they can transfer Bitcoin back and forth without having any problems. I I personally transferred a bunch of Bitcoin this morning at a very low price, um, which was. Um, uh, almost incredible, and it's uncensorable. Um, what I was doing was t- totally legitimate, by the way. But um, it was just like, why wouldn't Russia want to do that? Maybe it has to do with the fact that then they lose control of their own people if they mm-hmm. use that kind of technology. And so you have to kind of talk about that when you talk about these issues is why are we talking about CBDC? Another one that they brought up in this article that's interesting is they mentioned um, this thing called Hydra, which is, I think it's illegal in Russia. That doesn't mean the government isn't using it, but, <laughs> but uh, it says here, illegal funds have also flowed into Russia through a dark web marketplace called Hydra. I had never heard of Hydra, uh, which is powered by cryptocurrency and handled more than a billion dollars in sales in 2020, according to chain analysis or chain analysis. The platform's strict rules, sellers are allowed to liquidate cryptocurrency only through certain regional exchanges, have made it difficult for researchers to follow the money. Now, the interesting thing that um, I read about this is like, so unlike Silk Road, which was shut down when in, in 2013, I think, um, it, it's, uh, that, that's when you bought something online, probably something illegal with digital currency, and they sent it to you through the mail. In this case, this is in Eastern Europe, in Russia and other Eastern European countries. Apparently, you bury the goods somewhere in the region. I don't know where that would be, in the woods maybe somewhere. And then when you buy it, they give you the coordinates so you could dig it up. Um, <laughs> that actually sounds like kind of fun. I mean... <laughs> I mean, th- there is the sport of geocaching. And, yes. And this, this sounds like it's it's co-opting that to some extent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it sounds like um, you're kind of like a, a secret agent um, or something like that. Um, New York Times quotes uh, f- um, from, from someone from Chainalysis, I guess. We know that there's no questions asked, and we know that Hydra operates not just throughout Eastern Europe, but throughout Western Europe, said Kim Grauer, director of research at Chain- Chainalysis. There's definitely a cross-border business happening. I mean, what does that tell us? There's definitely cross-border business happening. So, okay. Um, I, I This article fails to tell me how... I, it, it, it seems to be hyping something up that is... is there's a lot of interesting stuff in this article, but there's there's kind of a... Uh, also kind of a... Uh, 
a non-story yet type yeah, vibe I mean, to I, it. I, I think they're they're maybe overplaying the uh, the the burying it in the forest thing because um, you you could functionally do the same thing you know by putting it in a uh, you know a locker at a bus station. Do they? Still I mean, have look, lockers at bus stations. I don't, I don't need know, to buy but... all these drugs or anything, but I totally want to <laughs> do that. Like, go into the forest and. Uh, you know, you'd have to like drive up to some town in, in in the middle of New Hampshire here and just like, you know, make sure you got the coordinates right and start digging. I don't know. That just sounds like uh, sounds like a fire. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, just it, it, the I'm I'm sure there are instances where that makes sense, uh, but but it, uh, the logistics seem overly complex. Then again, uh, if if you're driven to the gray market, black market, then then a lot of things that would otherwise seem ridiculous become reasonable. Well, uh, yeah, and I'm trying to figure out how this connects to the rest of the article where it's like, okay, Russia is trying to get around all these um, um, sanctions and controls. Well, they have this black market that works. Okay, but is there evidence that the government is using that? Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they are, but like, again, what what's the on what scale could they do it um, is sort of... Um, an interesting question that I, 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 again, I haven't read the article too uh, closely, um, so maybe it even does answer in the article, but I, I don't think so. Um, okay, we have one more from the New York Times. Just because the New York Times is very easy to get um, get worked up over these headlines. <laughs> you ready for this one? I'm really, I really got worked up over this headline. Fed up with Google, conspiracy theorists turn to DuckDuckGo. Now, you know that they're in the tank for Google and they're seething with rage at this thing called duck, duck go, which is like, um, you know, basically the enemy of all humanity is, uh, what they're trying to tell us here <laughs> is, is my take on it. Um, I, I, am I too hard on the New York times or am I just about right? I, I, I don't know if I would seethe with rage over this, but, but I, no, I, no, I, I'm not saying I'm seething with rage. I'm saying the New York times is seething with ah. rage over duck, duck, go. Like for some reason they're triggered by it. I mean, look, look, look at all the things that they get triggered by. Yeah. It's, it's just added to the list. Uh, yeah. I, 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 uh, I, I try to make a habit. So, so well, it, duck, duck, go is my default uh, search. That's great. Search but, my but before I get to you here, I, I think the New York times is trying to like, you know, that's what they try to do. They say like, Oh, it's not socially acceptable to use duck, duck, go. The proper people use Google. Uh, and that, that's sort of the, 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 the message that they're trying to hammer. And it's very, it's like, um, it's uh, it's sinister. It really is. Sorry, go ahead. With duck, duck, go. Well, yeah, I mean, is 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 it that much different than than pointing out that well, Gab and Parlor are full of uh, full of Nazis? It's like y- y- there might be some there, but uh, well, do you paint with that broad brush? I don't know. But this is first of all. Yes. Okay. No, I, I agree with you. They would do the same thing to to uh, Gab and Parlor, especially Gab, which which. Let's face it, at least was full of Nazis. I don't know if it is anymore. <laughs> but DuckDuckGo is just a regular search engine without some of the... Yeah, so, so, so to, to, to attempt to steel man their, their position, not having actually read the article... Yeah. Um, We're going to get into it a little bit. So, so as I understand it, DuckDuckGo is the, the, uh, the unfiltered um, uh, version of, of a, a, a search engine. That, that they're, they're, they're doing a, a, a similar... Uh, performance to to what google is but google is is much more uh curated and certainly people may have issues with the curation so uh, to steel man the new york times position uh if you're not curating then it allows all of that fake news and misinformation to uh to maybe not rise to the top but to be given equal billing with uh reputable news sources such as the New York Times. Yeah, that's uh, why our people got involved with Google. I don't know if, I, I wouldn't say like New York Times and Google are necessarily collaborating, they probably are, but like, it's like we have our people in Google making sure the right facts uh, get moved to the top and the, all, the, um, all the respectable people uh, get their say. And if these guys are being um, more neutral, Neutral must be destroyed. We don't want neutral. We want only our narratives to get out there. That's well, what it's, I it's be, Yeah, because you can't actually be... It's, it's, it's like there's no such thing as someone who isn't racist. You're either yeah. an anti-racist or yeah, you're but, a racist. But, but so duck, you duck, can't go, be neutral about search results. Yeah. You either need to be on the side of truth 
or your dirty fake news. From 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 that perspective, yeah. But I don't think I think that the Duck Duck Go people, from everything I've heard, are just trying to run, attempting to run algorithms that are reasonable and unbiased. They're not. They're not. They're trying to like uh, tip tip the scales. They don't have like. Um, they don't have crazed ideologues at the wheel trying to figure out what's what, um, unlike maybe Google does. Uh, but but um, if well, they did, then maybe I'd be like, okay, this is like a crazy site. What, 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 I, what I see more as, as the value proposition of DuckDuckGo is that they're not uh, tailoring your results to you. Right, um, and in a way that we know Google is that they're 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 There's collecting to be info said. on you, and you know your results on a Google search are not necessarily going to be the same as mine. There's something to be said by uh, for being able to see it both ways. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah. I. Uh, I because I want to I mean, see we, what we, everyone. We've had this discussion before about uh, news sources and social media, and that that uh, in an ideal world, the consumer would be able to pick their their filter or or their their. Uh, their curation right. algorithm, uh, or get access to the the raw feed. I recently um, spoke about that in episode two hundred four when when I spoke to Johnny Nelson yeah. on, about this with with Odyssey. Um, yeah, uh, but but for most uh, most systems, uh, that's that's not currently uh, easily accessible, or or at least not the ability to kind of swap uh, swap filters easily. Um, sure, you you can you can go do the same search with DuckDuckGo or with Google. Um, I guess it's harder to do if you you know want to look at something like Twitter and you want to have different ways of curating the feed, um, or Facebook somewhere where it's it's a uh, kind of a, a proprietary uh, uh, platform. Um, yeah, Google and DuckDuckGo are a little bit different in that they're both serving up the web, uh, so it's it's. They could conceivably be working from the, the the same exact source material there, but oh yeah, yeah. All right, I I'm not going to read the whole article on the air, so to speak, <laughs> but I'm going to get into it. Are you ready to to get into some of it, and then we'll see, and then we'll basically yeah, lay, call it lay, a day. Lay some fiery uh, fiery quotes on. Yes, it. on an episode of Joe Rogan's popular podcast. Oh, the uh, New York Times does not want you to. They're already associating Joe Rogan. It's all in that. Those are no go people. Um, on an episode of Joe Rogan's popular podcast last year, he turned to a topic that has gripped right-wing communities and other Americans who feel skeptical about the pandemic, search engines. If I wanted to find specific cases about people who died from vaccine-related injuries, I had to go to DuckDuckGo, Mr. Rogan said, referring to the small privacy-focused search engine. I wasn't finding them on Google. Um, by the way, the small private <laughs> New York Times is saying, we only want you using the search engine that spies on you. <laughs> um, well, I, I, the implication being that only crazy conspiracy theorists, only paranoid yeah. people, are concerned about their privacy. You've got nothing to hide, do you? I love do how you, Max. I love how they're also saying, like, you know, they're not saying nobody died from vaccine-related injuries. They're just saying that it's not a legitimate thing to search for uh, in polite society. Um, uh, praise for DuckDuckGo has become a popular refrain during the pandemic among right-wing social media influencers and conspiracy theorists. So if you want something different from Google, that's the bucket that you go into. And if somebody comes up to you and they start talking bad about Google, you know they're in that bucket. Um, you know, I, I, I remember just hate the way these not that long ago yeah. when everyone was was singing DuckDuckGo's praises because Google is a Google is a big evil corporation and they're, you know, exploiting using your data. And that's why we should support the underdog DuckDuckGo. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I remember I, I did not for, you know, my, my bingo card did not have uh, a, a total inversion on that for, for 2022. The, the other crazy inversion, and this is from like six years ago was like all of the tech industry was up in arms about, uh, or this is less than six years ago, I guess, uh, of, um, um, of um, uh, 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 what's it called, net neutrality. Right. And they said, um, if we don't pass net neutrality, then these, um, these carriers are going, or, or, or what do they call the uh, backbone uh, companies, uh, are going to start censoring your political speech. And that, was coming from, uh, that was the line coming from Google, who not only do they own Google, they own YouTube too. So, I mean, that, 
that is one of the craziest inversions of um, of my life. They're basically accusing. Uh, they were saying, pass our legislation, otherwise someone else is going to do something horrible, which we're about to do. <laughs> I, I've, I've come come to the realization that most people, m- not people, most uh, companies and politicians, when they're either lobbying are a lot for like or, or proposing uh, a law that has to do with net neutrality, I put them in the same bucket as... Uh, politicians or or activists talking about uh laws related to uh uh you know sex trafficking and 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 the like that that usually what they're doing is not what what they say they're doing is not actually what the law is going to do and the people that they say that they're trying to protect or the things they're trying to prevent are actually going to uh end up being more frequent or worse as a result of the law. Well, that's kind of that's a that's a rough pill to to take because I mean, look, if someone says that we have to do this to stop uh, the human trafficking, of course, I'd I'd, I'd immediately kind of want to do it. But yeah, and not, not not to get off on a on a tangent about yeah. that, but yeah, a, a lot of those uh, what is it like the the SESTA FOSTA uh, laws that that uh, have have been brought up repeatedly. Um, they 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 do very little to uh to address the the stated problem and do a lot to uh make make life worse for uh people who are are in in professions that uh our puritan aesthetic may not approve of. Mm. All right, so let's uh let's go on. We're, we're like about 2% of the way done in the okay. article. Uh so uh, yeah, some have posted screenshots showing that DuckDuckGo appears to surface more links favorable to their views than Google does, probably because Google <laughs> banned those links. Um, in addition to Mr. Rogan, who has recently been at the center of an outcry about misinformation on his podcast, the search engine has received ringing endorsements from some of the world's most downloaded conservative podcasters, including Ben Shapiro and Dan Bongino. Uh, and no, I noticed this originally was about conspiracy theorists. So now you're getting into, you know, someone like Ben Shapiro, who say what you want, he's kind of, he gets pretty careful with the conspiracy theory stuff, I think. And Does so he it, not believe in the Jewish space lasers? No. Uh, but um, it, it's, it's, it's sort of getting like, they're they're trying to constrain your thought into an individual into like a small box, and I feel like they just keep throwing more and more people that they say these are outside the box and you can't go there. And it's just a it it's, it grates on me. It really does. Okay, Google is actively suppressing search results that don't acquiesce to traditional viewpoints of the left. Mr. Shapiro claimed last March, I recommend you install DuckDuckGo on your computer rather than Google to combat all this. The endorsements underscore how right-wing Americans and conspiracy theorists are shifting shifting their online activity in response to greater moderation from tech giants like Google. They have increasingly embraced fledgling and sometimes fringe platforms like the chat app Telegram. The vi- I do like business stuff on Telegram. What are they talking about? The video I feel streamer like Telegram has been around for a long yeah. time. The video streamer Rumble and even search engines like DuckDuckGo seeking conditions that seem more favorable to their conspiracy theories and falsehoods. <laughs> that attention. I mean, this thing goes on and on. This steaming pile. Uh, although it's actually, I'm kind of glad they wrote it. I uh, I love. Um, Oh, here's some evil Telegram user said, research, stay away from Google searches, only use DuckDuckGo, blah, 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 blah. Uh, So New York Times is actually, what's funny is like, they're accurately quoting the people involved. And so in order to, in order to actually like get into the mindset that the New York Times wants you to get in, you already have to be like on board with their program. Otherwise you read this and you're like, if you... If you have like a few inklings well, of independent thought, you might be like they quote they quote with like scare quotes and and yeah. it's it's not written there but but it's implicit that after you know they 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 quote what someone says the the implicit part is the ooh right that, right that comes after it <laughs> yeah yeah exactly exactly um, I don't know what else I'm gonna find I mean I can literally do this all day but I don't want to take yeah, up it's uh, it's. It, 
the 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 context and the tone matters because yeah. uh, you, you can say you know people do your own research and that can be a dog whistle for uh, you know crazy conspiracy stuff because don't believe crazy the science conspiracy yeah. st- people say that kind of thing or it can be like actually you should go out there and uh, you know determine uh, your understanding of an issue by reading things from from multiple perspectives and and building a logical case yeah uh, and and. It, it, it feels so trite to say, but but the New York Times doesn't want you to do that. They want you to take their spoon-fed version of the facts. Uh, but the, the, I, it's it's trite because there's uh, <laughs> there's a grain of truth to it, more than a grain. Yeah, uh, they also mention uh, the Dr. Robert Malone on on Joe Rogan. That was the whole thing that blew up. Uh, Doctor Malone raised the dis- discredited idea of mass formation psychosis which describes a kind of groupthink mentality that supposedly persuaded the public to support con- pandemic uh, countermeasures. I love how they put like the discredited idea in front of things, which, I mean, I don't know what to make of that, but like they won't, like if they're talking about um, the uh, Ukraine-Russian war, they won't say like- Alleged Ukraine-Russian war. Right, they won't say like, you know, Putin um, made the false statement, blah, 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 blah. Uh, they won't do it. But like, if some guys on a podcast, they'll be like this discredited fake person, you know, uh, and and they shouldn't. And, and by the way, they shouldn't do it. They should just quote accurately what Putin says. But um, it's and, sort of and, and it's then just you so, so ridiculous. It up with with counter evidence, if such counter evidence exists, right, right. But no, they don't do that here. They just say. Um, I mean, if if you you could say you know discredited uh scientist was it robert malone yeah. or 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 researcher if if there is uh you know an, if they've actually been discredited if you know may, maybe if if he printed a paper that that turns out he falsified data and and it was exposed I would be okay with referring to him as discredited, you know, a researcher Robert Malone. But I don't think that has happened here. I think that when they say discredited, they mean that uh, the science is not settled on the area in which he's doing the research. There's not a you know ninety nine percent plus consensus on uh, that's not how it works. And even if there was, that's not how science works. Yeah. <laughs> It's 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 not about what percentage of scientists say a thing. Uh, it's you know can you can you produce rec- replic- replicable re- that's the word yeah. replicable results uh, based on your hypothesis? Uh, and none of that is is on the table for discussion. Here. I love how all the pandemic measures are just going away, and the politicians oh, yeah, are like, the, "Science changed." I, I We're think done. the most recent one was yeah. was talk from from I don't know if it was coming from the CDC or if it was if it was uh, just a. a particular public health official uh saying that uh it's it's not important whether or not masks work uh it's it's that uh they will uh they they provide a a psychological effect that is desirable it's 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 openly acknowledging that yeah maybe not but 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 if it makes you think that you're doing something safe then it's then placebo. it's worthwhile yeah which, <sighs> That's not, uh, the, if people knew that, they wouldn't um, do it. Some people would, some people are going to be masked up. I mean, but if, if, if your public health policy is, I'm going to do a placebo on the nation, I, I guess that's a strategy, but how long can you, can you pull the wool over the nation's eyes? Yeah, yeah. Um, there's also a piece on here. I just want to point out one thing. Since 2021, Google has automatically added warning boxes stating that results are changing quickly for terms that suddenly... Uh, gain popularity. So a lot of this, ah, very wise. They put um, warning boxes, warning labels on certain results. Uh, maybe I, that could be wise in certain circumstances, but th- that's been abused. I, I get a kick out of, uh, I, I haven't noticed too many of them in Google results, but but yeah. I have seen uh, on a, what was it? it was a, it was a YouTube uh, video. And I think it was yeah. actually, it was, it was a that's recording yeah. of a YouTube clip of a YouTube clip of a comedian doing a bit about, uh, about climate change. And, and okay. underneath it, it, it had the, like, you know, uh, the, the, you know, click, click here to learn the, the, the truth about global warming and a link to, I, I think it was maybe like the Wikipedia page on it or on climate change. I'm like, Oh, th- thanks. Thanks YouTube. I, I needed <laughs> that for this, yeah, this yeah. like two minute, uh, 
bit from somebody's 60 minute comedy special. Uh, or, or recently I was scrolling through uh, a Twitter feed uh, with, with some stuff. So about, this was a comedian. Yeah. So they could be like, you know, that's fake news. Like, I, you know, I don't even think it was actually like it, 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 it was a bit about like Fox news dads versus CNN dads. Okay. And, 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 and in the bit the, there was a mention of, of, you know, climate change coverage, but, but they felt that they needed to, to, to not fact check that, but, but to caveat that because, yeah, because there was a key word in there. But so, it's like if a comedian does a, a, a bad impression, do they then put like a, a little warning box, like, uh, like, like warning, so-and-so doesn't actually sound like this. Like, you know, I, it just, it's, it's, it's a little do, infantile. Do, do they, do they, uh, Put a, a a bit on the uh, the the clips from SNL with uh, Tina Fey saying that she can see Russia from her house. Not actually, uh, <laughs> not vice actually presidential sir. candidate. <laughs> uh, no, but so, so uh, the other thing to 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 loop it into our earlier topic. I yeah. was scrolling through Twitter and there was a a, a a post from somebody talking about some stuff going on in in Ukraine today. Yeah. Uh, that's and, the only thing to talk about. And and like three replies down, there there was the thing. It's like you know. Uh, you know, this, this post contains, uh, what is it, you know, like, uh, I, I, I forget what the wording on it was, but basically it, it put it behind a button and it was like, you, you have to click this button to see this post because it may not be appropriate for all audiences mm. or, or you may, may, may have uh, disturbing uh, content or, or, or however they worded it. And, and I clicked it and it was literally a, a picture of, uh, it, it, it said, you know, pray for Ukraine. And it had somebody's clasped hands with overlaid with the Ukrainian flag. And I don't understand what, like, are, are are they worried that they might be t- triggering the the pro Russian people reading this on Twitter? What? Yeah, I, I or is it or is it an automated thing? Well, I, I'm it, it must have been, but yeah. yeah, there's something weird triggering the algorithm there. Yeah, it's um, even those like warnings are a little bit um, are, like I, I can see if, if if it's something with like gore. Right. Then, then, yeah, okay, put that behind a, 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 a click wall so that you don't right. inadvertently expose yourself. Or, or you know, or, or if, if it's got nudity, you know, you don't, you don't want to just be scrolling through and, and necessarily have yeah. that plop, pop up on your but, screen. Yeah, a lot of these things are, have legitimate uses, but they've been abused to such a degree. Yeah. And I think it will be a sigh of relief if we ever get back to something that, that is like, you know, trustworthy, but well, yeah, well, I'll, 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 a shout out for, uh, so, so we, we are not sponsored by, nor have we received any money from, but I'm going to shout out for a podcast. How do you know? You uh, don't know where I'm getting the money <laughs> from the podcast from, but it's a, a, another podcast that I listen to that I think does, does great war zone reporting. This is the yeah. popular front, uh, hosted by Jake Hanrahan. Uh, I'm pretty they, sure we don't get money from they, him. He, he recently just did an, uh, an episode, uh, talking with, with, uh, uh, a, a felt, so I think he was in Ukraine like last week. Yeah. Um, uh, he's not there anymore, but he was talking with uh, a colleague of his who is there, you know, basically giving impressions on the ground. Um, but he, he regularly talks about, you know, he does, he does documentaries uh, uh, from, from war zones. He posts some or all of them on YouTube, but his channel is entirely demonetized. And, and because uh, YouTube says, oh, you're, you're showing, you know, violent content. Well, yeah, he's reporting from a war zone. Right. They don't, they don't demonetize and censor when CNN or the BBC, uh, you know, post posts the, post these, this type pictures. of material, but because yeah. he's basically an independent journalist and not a giant media corporation, they, they, they won't let him actually make any revenue through that, that platform, which is, a, a weird, weird flex on uh, on their part. Yeah, yeah. Well, there it's um, it's it's hypocritical. Uh, it's um, or, or double standards, maybe might be a better uh, term for it. But um, it's just uh, it just yeah. shows the absurd I, world we're living in, and that people could write articles like this and and not have any cognitive dissonance, or maybe they do. Who knows? Yeah. But, well, I mean, it's it's. The, the 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 question is what's what's the audience and what's the purpose of this article? Either, excuse me, either they're writing to to their echo chamber, right. uh, you know, to to they're preaching to the choir here, or they're they're writing to get hate clicks from people like you who see it and are like, oh, the New York Times, you've got it all wrong. How could you be? Because and then we link to them on the it. show yeah. notes page, and, um, and 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 hate clicks are still clicks, and and that's yeah. that's how how you make your money. Yes. I just I don't think that's I I don't think that's what's going on I I 
but you're right. Maybe they got me. You can, you can be a true believer and still, and still go after the hate click money. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. All right. So, um, I think we're running out of time and we've got to get you home because we were, this is overnight right now, and uh, there's about to be a major snowstorm say, here. We're, we're racing the weather. Yeah, I think I think <laughs> we're going to be uh, we're going to be locked in uh, our homes for most of the day tomorrow. Uh, so uh, so let's call it a day. All right. Yeah, we'll, I'll, I'll try not to doom scroll too much tomorrow. All right, all right, uh, but we're going to be locked in, so there might not be much else to do. But <laughs> hopefully, not too much. Um, maybe go go out and uh, and play in the snow. Take your kids out in the snow. Well, maybe the next day. I don't know. But um, all right. Uh, all right. So that does it for this week. Um, next week, I don't know. We're in uncharted territory here. All right. Have a great week, everyone. That's the show. To support the local Maximum, sign up for exclusive content and our online community at Maximum.Locals.com. The Local Maximum is available wherever podcasts are found. If you want to keep up, remember to subscribe on your podcast app. Also, check out the website with show notes and additional materials at localmaxradio.com. If you want to contact me, the host, send an email to localmaxradio at gmail.com. Have a great week. Feel the power.